Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, folks. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. How's it going? Well, hey, we're going to talk some crap tonight. Of course, on my program, I always talk crap. What is crap, culture, race, and American politics? And when you mix them, well, you get crap soup. In this case, we're going to talk about elections where we have a slow arsenic suicide stew being served to us. We're going to be talking about something called the Doctrine of Latches. And did an Arizona judge improperly dismiss a Cary Lake claim? This is very key, folks. You're going to have to understand how this works. You're going to have to follow with me. But it has been a good day. Do me a favor. Share this program right now. We are in a one-finger war. Lift one finger for your nation, folks. Lift one finger for all of us fighting this. Lift one finger to try to save our great nation by sharing this program so we can get more people educated on the truth about what's going on and what we need to do to take back, yes, take back our great country. So Carrie Lake has made tremendous headway and Carrie Lake's case is going to court. That is a good thing. I'm going to drop on you two more good things that came down in the last few hours before the broadcast. Abe Hamada's case, Abe is the one that was running for attorney general, about 500 votes in question. It has now been ruled it will be going to court as well. So it's been granted, it's court time. Next, Supreme Court in Georgia just struck down the ruling that we did not have standing in Georgia to see the ballots. That was struck down today, too. Therefore, that paves the way for what many great people and patriots in Georgia have been working on, and that's for us to do a full forensic audit of the ballots in Georgia. That path has now been laid and is open. All of these are good things. All of these take time. But what I want to explain to you, when you see certain things thrown aside, in the Cary Lake suit, there were 10 things that were asked of the court to be able to see. Of those 10 things, the judge decided to allow two. So that basically means eight things technically won't be addressed. And the issue that the judge decided upon was something called the doctrine of lashes. That's L-A-C-H-E-S. You say it like it has a T in it. Latches, doctrine of latches. And it basically means that the judge said, I'm sorry, But you knew this, you didn't do anything about it, and you waited too long. Now, before you jumped to conclusions and get upset, because I know many of you are upset about this, and some think it was about filing the case too late, 
I want to tell you you're wrong. And so you're going to have to be patient with me on this one as I take you through how this works. As I explain to you what it means. But today I was... um, Aside from, you know, dealing with attorneys and stuff and talking to the states, I was, I was talking with four or five states today in a conference call, all talking about election integrity and what can we do and how does it work. This is a very important issue. And as I explained on that call today, we do this to ourselves every single time. The conservative party, or we'll call it the Republican party, I I don't like that term Republican anymore, but let's just call it a conservative party, is a party that, well, I, I guess the most polite way I can say it, doesn't have balls. And when I mean that, I mean that in the aggressive way that the left uses lawfare, The right's too nice. The right is too trusting. The right is too judgmental among its own. And because there's all this end squabbling and stuff, and because, you know, on the right, you got to be nice. They don't like people. I'm, I'm a person that will get in your face. I'm a person, you've seen me do it to, uh, you know, sitting Congress and stuff in in Georgia, sitting there and calling it like it is. They don't like that. They don't like that. They don't appreciate it. And the right has to have people around them that can agree with them and can talk nice and can play nice and all that other stuff. And um, many of you uh, know what I'm talking about. You have the same ideas as me, but it is the way it is. And so this discussion I was having today with multiple states is we either get our crap together and we accept the fact that we're warriors and we start fighting this, or you keep on having your little BS speaking engagements, seminars, events, and bow tie fest. And you can do that all darn day long. Just keep on having it. You're not going to get anything done. You didn't get anything done for 2020, and you're not going to get anything done now. So you either have to decide you have to fight, and you've got to learn how to fight, and you have to learn how to use lawfare, or you don't. See, it's me. When you understand when I was in Georgia testifying that within 24 hours, the Secretary of State who I was also calling out, they had a web page dedicated on their government server about me calling me all kinds of horrible names. Why? Because they don't want people to listen to me because they want people to stay in this kind of standard thing of, oh, okay, if you say so, we'll trust you this time, but only for the one millionth, one trillionth, one billionth, quadrillionth time, but never again. And I don't play that way. And so what I was explaining in this group today of multiple states is we either build the tools to fight this game or we start learning Chinese. And that is why you need to listen today. It's not as cut and dry as you think. It's actually not as bad as you think. I mean, a lot of these are bad decisions. But let me lay it out for you and tell you what it means before you get too upset, because you're going to realize, as I've always told you, it's going to come down to us. It is going to come down to us. So I'm going to explain in this program the doctrine of lashes and give you my take on did a judge improperly dismiss it. We're also going to talk about Katie Hobbs. The Hobbit has avoided subpoenas. There's a reason for it. I'm going to explain that, but The Hobbit will not be taking the witness stand in the Cary Lake lawsuit. Share this program right now. Be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
Hey guys, do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life and it was as simple as just changing my pillows. I know that may sound stupid. Look, you've seen Mike Lindell and his wonderful product, My Pillow. I actually just didn't think a pillow could change my life. I finally got my pillows. Now, let me tell you about my sleep habits. Number one, you know, when we do this every 12 hours, we're joining together to do my broadcast every 12 hours. Sleep is so precious to me. And I was very lucky, very lucky to get three to four hours of really good sleep any one night. I used to use nine pillows, and it's because I've broken so much in my body, old battle wounds, broken arms, you name it, sleep was not my friend, and it was ruining my health, tremendously ruining my health. Well, I saw Mike's commercial, didn't know Mike for a long time. I finally broke down and got my pillows. I took those nine pillows, I tossed them out completely. Went to two my pillows. I'm asleep. I'm telling you now, where I used to lay there a couple hours not getting to sleep. I'm asleep now in 15 minutes or sooner. It is a gift. Look, you need to go to mypillow.com forward slash Jovan, J O V A N. You need to do that so you can get my discount. You want to get my discount on everything that Mike sells. Now, I can tell you, living honest to God proof that my sleep has changed. The fact that I can go to sleep in 15 minutes and not lay there literally for two hours has basically gave him, given me almost two hours of sleep back. That is an incredible gift. I sleep more soundly. I sleep all night long. Now, of course, I've gone into other products, right? I now use uh, the bed toppers. I now wear the slippers. Hey, folks, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You have to put your promo code of Jovan in to get my discount. You get a bigger, better discount. MyPillow.com, your promo code is Jovan. I'm telling you, if you cherish your sleep, you know that feeling when you just can't wait to get to bed and you lay down and you go, oh, man, and it's just the best part of your day and you want to wake up feeling great, I hadn't had that for decades until I decided to switch to my pillow, and I switched everything. Folks, do yourself a favor. Get your beautiful sleep back. Go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to find out you want all the things Mike is offering, and you want to help him fight for America, too, and this is how you do it. MyPillow.com. Promo code Jovan. We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. Okay, folks, we're back with Cut the Crap, Culture, Race, and American Politics. We're talking about what's going on in Arizona. We're talking about, you've probably heard this new word that you might not ever heard before, doctrine of latches. Now, I personally think the judge improperly used it to dismiss a Carrie Lake claim. He might have well popped her on the head with the gavel because I think he just took, well, the chicken poop way of doing it, or she, whatever the case may be, um, because it's been used before, but it's being used inappropriately, I believe in this case. You have to understand that with, now with the Georgia Supreme Court ruling, vacating that we didn't have standing in Georgia, judges are waking up to it. And that, that Supreme Court realized that that judge just took the chicken crap way out, didn't want to deal with it, and says no standing and let it go. And that is the judge's right to do. It does not make the judge right. But this doctrine of latches is something that has been used continually. But first you should know that yesterday, Carrie Lake, the Hobbit, filed an emergency, and I shouldn't say the Hobbit because I don't want to offend any true Hobbits, Lord of the Rings people out there. I really don't want to draw a horrible association with you, but I do think it's funny that it's the Hobbit. Anyway, filed an emergency motion for reconsideration of an order denying motion to quash uh, for her subpoena to appear, right? Because Carrie Lake was about to have Katie Hobbs and Stephen Richter on the witness stand, 
that is monumental. Now, quash means exactly what it sounds like to squash, to end, is the easiest way to describe it, a motion to end. Katie Hobbs used a technicality that basically said, look, did they subpoena me as Secretary of State? Did they subpoena me as uh, an individual? Or did they subpoena me in my capacity as governor-elect? Under which capacity did they subpoena me? Under which capacity was I supposed to accept this? Now, both Richter, Stephen Richter, he's the county recorder. He's the guy with the really thin red hair, right, that looks nervous and giggly and grins like, you know, eat that, Republicans, even though he's supposedly Republican. They were compelled that they were going to have to testify in court. So Hobbs basically said, based on this... Uh, subpoena under which capacity am i doing it and i don't think i should do it you know first off katie hobbs recused herself or did not recuse herself from the election she oversaw her same election it was her team that certified the machines it was her team that certifies the procedure i've said this before it's like if charles manson we could go back to 68 and charles manson got to decide which evidence collectors which judge which jury members and what the sentence would be. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, okay? And we all know, based on the numbers, that Carrie Lake just quashed Katie Hobbs and everybody else. And so the judge had to uh, reconsider this. It is the right motion to file. And so they asked the judge would, to respectfully reconsider denying the motion to quash the subpoena for appearance, meaning she doesn't want to sit in the hot seat, right? She doesn't want to sit in the hot seat. Her claim was that considering the nature of the case and the fact that the questions could range from technical little bitty stuff to broad issues of election interpretation, she has no way to tell if she can either even answer questions that are relevant or would it be marginally relevant or completely irrelevant? Because she can only answer about the activities that are solely within her own specific wheelhouse. Does that make sense? And remember, the judge had 10 items to consider. Eight of them the judge didn't allow. Well, specifically, if you looked at it literally on face, the two that the judge allowed, Katie Hobbs really couldn't provide any context to. Because it is not something literally under her direct purview. And so it kind of created this breach and this gap. From an attorney standpoint, she's got dang good attorneys, right? And of course, in trying to do this, you have to prove that she is the malfeasant person, right? That she is the one that caused the malfeasance, or she is the one that caused the intentional misconduct. And therefore, since the subpoenas were filed in a certain manner and the Kerry Lake team given the scope of the order of the lawsuit really didn't have time to uh, get information gather information uh, or prepare or actually see any type of cross information in it as to what would the questions be and they're trying to rush to get the court the reality is the judge would have granted this anyway, and therefore Carrie Lake's attorneys on their own went ahead and just said, okay, uh, we won't have Katie Hobbs testify. She doesn't have to testify. Um, there, we, we, we won't really even have time anyway with all the stuff going on. We won't really have time to cross-examine her. 
from a legality standpoint, it's correct because the moment the judge limited the 10 to 2, it opened up the range of, or I should say it closed down the range of what could have been discussed to a much tighter element. And it would have been, although it would have been nice to have Katie Hobbs on the witness stand, it would have been an abuse of it. It would have been seen as an abuse of getting her under trial. Don't put it past the, the Democrats. The Democrats will always do it. But if you're for the rule of law and how it should be done, this was probably correct, right? Probably correct. Um, but this one's going to have to play out. And so you're not going to see Katie Hobbs, no matter how much all of us wanted to see her on the witness stand in the next few days, it's not going to happen. Now, as far as Stephen Richter, he is in the direct crosshairs. And a lot more information can be found and discovered from him. And therefore, we might find a tremendous amount more information from him. So hang tight. When we come back, I'm going to get into the latches, the leashes, and did the judge latch on to the wrong thing, or did they use it appropriately? Share this, folks. We'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Guys, I want to have a very serious discussion with you about your home, your family, and your finances. You know that uh, our nation is suffering right now with this mail-order maladministration that's been selected, not elected, and put in the White House. It makes our future look bleak financially, especially when you consider 47, yes, $47 trillion has vaporized in our stock market. Additionally, this administration has printed... More money in the last two years than the previous hundred years combined. That's a big problem. Now, if you want to play it safe and you want to protect your family, you need to think about your IRA, your 401k, your retirement savings account, okay? This is a big geopolitical deal. You need to check out JovanLovesGold.com. Yes, JovanLovesGold.com, and I do. Now, here's why you need to do it. This is not about you buying gold. Get it straight. This is about you can make a move, just a financial move, a lateral move. You're not liquidating your retirement or anything like that. You're just making your move to switch it from the markets to fixing it in gold. Gold has lasting value. You need to lock it in. If you will reach out to jovanlovesgold.com, that's jovanlovesgold.com. And by the way, there's a $10,000 incentive to do it because if you qualify, you might get $10,000 more added to your account in silver from our partners at Gold Co. You need to check it out. You need to fortify yourself and you need to make sure absolutely you're protected because you don't want to keep on losing money because of this maladministration. Now, that's all for you at jovanlovesgold.com. Please go there, jovanlovesgold.com. Now, I want to tell you about one other. I want to tell you about something that's kind of scary, especially if you're a homeowner. Now, you know in this day and age that you can check for your title online. You can check your ownership online. Hell, uh, even people are having registering online. We know how dangerous registering to vote online is. You can't confirm the papers there. Here's what you need to know. You know, your deed to your home is the only thing that proves you own it. Did you know that crooks can get online, look up your deed, print a simple form of that deed, affix their name to it, submit it, right? Submit it. And then all of a sudden they own your home and then they can flip and sell your home. You've seen all this craziness buying and selling homes online. This can all literally be done, maybe 60, 90 days, you don't even know it, and all of a sudden, somebody 
has stolen the title to your house. They've borrowed against it. Now it's sold property and you're left with it. And this is a hard crime to fix. Look, that's why I want to tell you about HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You can go to slash Jovan or just put in the promo code Jovan. Register your address right now. No obligation report. It's a home title report. It's $100 value. You get it free. Again, you get your home title report at HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Jovan. Your promo code is Jovan. You want to lock your title, folks. People can do this online right now. When they're stealing our voting records and they're stealing databases and credit card information, they're going to find your home. And you don't know it till it's gone, till it's after the fact, and you've lost your asset. Do yourself a favor, hometitlelock.com forward slash Jovan, promo code Jovan. Get the $100 value free, no obligation home title report. That's it. Titlelock.com forward slash Jovan. Folks, do it now. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling them out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Okay, folks, we're back. Let's talk about the doctrine of latches and what's going on here. If you were to look it up on Wikipedia and you typed in Doctrine of Latches on Wikipedia, I think it's called Wikipedia, right? It's where all the pricks work and you can't get truthful information on conservatives. Anyway, if you go to Wikipedia and you type in Doctrine of Latches, you're basically going to hear that it's a form of you don't have standing because you waited too long. That's probably the easiest way to describe it to you. It's that you basically, instead of filing this lawsuit as quick as you could, you waited. And you waited so long that it showed an unreasonable an inexcusable time delay and that would significantly harm the defendants, okay? You have to understand part of the rig in all of this are the time windows, okay? Are the time windows. Candidates are expected to bring a lawsuit within five days, some of them two days, some of them seven days, but to bring a lawsuit within five days of the election, and they don't even get to look at the evidence. And that's why I tell you everything about, everything about our elections is rigged from the top to bottom. Now, I'm going to unpack this a little bit more because I'll, I'm going to give you some facts first, and then we're going to go back and I'm going to show you how I believe this was used as an excuse and could actually, in a way, backfire on the judge and on Maricopa. But I want you to keep in mind, I have always told you, if we want something done, if we want this stuff changed, we're going to have to take the responsibility on ourselves. It's just like I was telling you about talking to the multiple states earlier today. Stop expecting politicians to fix this. They're not going to. Stop expecting lawsuits to fix this. And I, I called it like it is as I'm talking to all these quote-unquote Republicans and grassroots people. I say, we have a problem, and the problem is we wait till the last Dan Bennett. We are currently fighting fires nonstop. We don't do anything until they poop all over us. That's the wrong way to think. You have to think offensively and defensively at the same exact time. And if we don't get our crap together to think offensively and defensively at the same time, they're going to continue just to kick our butt. 
Now, you could say in Arizona, you could say that, hey, wait a minute. We only know, and I'll just use the signature matching as an example, because that was the one, one of the ones kicked out under the doctrine of latches. Hey, you knew there was a problem with signature matching, but you didn't bring it up. Now, here's what it's designed to prevent. It is designed to prevent the operation or the running of an election, and you'll, you know you have a problem. You know you have a problem, and you watch the election run, then your candidate loses, and only then do you file a suit. It is designed to stop that. To say, you can't wait to see how the turnout is and then challenge it. Because what they say correctly is enforcing a redo, a revote, or a do-over, you are giving somebody uh, an undue advantage, and the people have spoke. And so that's the consideration you have to understand when they do this. What they're really saying is, if you knew this, why didn't you do anything about it? And again, as I said on the right, we wait and we get our butt kicked. We get our butts kicked. The courts are told, here's what the courts are told. Now, what we're talking about, I want you to understand what I'm talking about because you have to do this. You got to look at it in context, and it's the context of pre versus post election challenge rules. Context of pre versus post election contest rules. You're seeing all of these fights conducted on post election challenges, and they are incredibly difficult. Most of you know what I've been working on with Resolute Republic is we've got to get our butt into the post election game. That means we got to clean it up ourselves and stop whining and complaining about it after it's happened to us. So in the context of pre versus post-election challenges, we have to get into the pre-election challenge game. Now, in pre-election uh, adjudication, that me adjudication means looking into the matter, seeing it all the way through, getting it to completion. It is only through pre-election adjudication is the only way to give an effective remedy to an aggrieved plaintiff. What that means is if you've got a problem and you know something's wrong with the system and you waited until after you ran the election to see what the turnout is and now you want to claim it, tough boobies. That's exactly what it, that, that, that's, that's all it means. You don't get to use this as a law just because you lost. And that's how the law looks at it. You have to understand that is technically correct. On the other side of the equation is you also can't just use it as an immediate defense. You can't use the rule of latches to, one is the plaintiff, in this case, plaintiff would be Carrie Lake, and the judge said, look, you kind of knew this stuff. But you sat back and you waited till the election and it affected you, you know, boo-hoo on you. That's what the judge said. But also Katie Hobbs using uh, the defense of lashes, doctrine of lashes. You don't use it to just kick things out repeat it now, repeatedly. Now, unfortunately, the system is kicking things out repeatedly. But if you approach this on a pre-adjudication, pre-election adjudication, that's how we win this. And so we're going to kind of go through what this is. But what you have to understand, latches, here's what it is. Latches is an unreasonable delay by the plaintiff in prosecuting a claim or protecting a right of which the plaintiff knew or should have known. Knew or should have known and under the circumstances causes prejudice to the defendant. What this means is, and this is technically correct, Arizona already knew it had issues with the signature verification. It was already discovered. It's been discovered many times. But nobody filed the lawsuit. That's all that it means. Nobody filed the lawsuit. Everybody used it to try to fight election cases where they didn't like the outcome. 
it basically says, if you know there's a problem, you have a fiduciary duty to file a suit and prosecute it. And so the court is able to say, look, you knew this stuff. It didn't, it didn't bother you then. Why does it bother you now? Just because you lost? Now, that is how the rule of law is applied to this. However, however, there is one exception that prevents its application. And this particular one I'm going to drop on you can be used two ways. The one exception that circumvents the rule of latches is if its application is used. In other words, you apply it. If you're using it to defeat the public interest, I want you to think about that. You're using it to defeat the public interest. Now, this is key. Let me tell you why it's key. Our sitting courts are taught that if you make judgments on election uh, administration problems, and if you, if you misapply them, you are in danger of decreasing the confidence in the election process. Sounds a lot what, what the Democrats were saying, right? They're going to destroy democracy and destroy the confidence in the elections. You now know why they were harping that one sentence. You're going to destroy confidence in our elections. You're going to destroy confidence in our elections. You're going to destroy confidence in the democratic process. Remember how many times you heard them saying that? Well, the reason they say those words is because the aggressive application of the latches rule, and when you look at how latches have to be applied, latches use the rule to promote public interest by ensuring confidence in the election process. So it creates a catch-22. They can actually say, if you actually look at this, you're destroying public confidence. Now, I believe that is a weaponization of the latches rule. They're using it in a way to convince the judges or to compel the judges to say, just by you allowing this, you're creating a thought in the public's minds that our elections don't work. And therefore, you are what? You are defeating the public interest. You see how it's applied? They're saying you're defeating the public interest because you are leading the public to believe our elections aren't good. Now, put a pin in that for a moment. Put a pin in that for a moment. Because I, like you, understanding and reading the law, know that is a crap out. I want to give you a different turn on this. And this is the blessing of 2020 and the continued blessing of 2020 and 2022.0. Because now, with all of the polls, you are seeing the public no longer believes in the validity of our elections. 70 some odd percent believe our elections are broke. Therefore, by applying latches, the court, when we know nobody's ever looked at signatures this way and we have thousands and thousands of evidence, uh, Mr. Courtroom, by now applying latches and letting them out on this, you are in fact diminishing and harming the public. You are hurting the public interest. Be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. 
Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep on pushing through legislation, and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat you know, all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy. We were a lot healthier then. Don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970. Look at the people. We were so much healthier. It's because we didn't have all this synthet synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just want to let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this, because I just do a scoop, shake it in water, and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called Field of Greens. You may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this, you just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them, they're organic, they're wonderful, in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can. I get more energy. Uh, my skin's starting to change, too. It's really weird. My skin, my hair, where I was losing some hair, is actually, to me, looking a little bit of that it's coming back. And I'm kind of excited what's going to happen when I go get my next physical. So, what I'm doing is I take Field of Greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash Jovan. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovan and use Jovan as the promo code. Get it done now. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Okay, we're talking about the doctrine of latches and how it's applied. And when you look at it, uh, from a constitutional standpoint, constitutional law standpoint, we do have a ruling in our Constitution that we decide our electorate. Our electorate decides this on a single day. That's what it says, on a single day. That's when the electorate casts their votes and it's certified. That's part of what creates this complication because... Applying it in constitutional law, you don't want this one doing it on this day, this one doing it on this day, this one holding out. You have to understand that's the complication it creates, which is why we have to go back to the situation we are in, that you have to understand what's going on right now in the context of pre versus post election rules, how you challenge it. And we're going to have to get in the pre election adjudication it is the only way to give effective remedy to an aggrieved plaintiff that is the bottom line now we do have an interesting thing created because of 2020 and because of 2022 we now have a very unique triangulation 
that if the work in Arizona is going to be done properly and continue to do properly, if the team that has all the signatures effectively uh, continues the project, in other words, matching every signature to what is known and received in 2020, because these rat bastards aren't going to give over more information. When you effectively prove that beyond a shadow of a doubt, not a few samples, not we found 10,000 and 100,000, using that as a standalone pre-election suit, it is a juggernaut. And that's why context matters. Now, I personally believe, and this would be my argument, that, Judge, you are uh, required in latches to look at this to say that uh, you're trying to make sure that it's not using, being used to defeat public interest. And the way you're applying it, Your Honor, is you were saying the people have spoken, the people have voted, and therefore that is in the public interest because the numbers simply show this candidate won. This is a reality of where you have to be so thorough in your pre-work, pre-work, that you can show the judge that, in fact, the ruling of latches in and of itself in this case is exactly what is being used to defeat the public interest. It is not saying the defendant is trying to came latches so they don't have to deal with it. That's number one. Number two, it is saying judge by applying latches here to something that's never been fully investigated. See, the judge themselves are making the decisions that the data from the election, the signatures from the election, and the application and testing of those signatures are true and accurate to begin with, which basically means you have to show on a pre-basis that they are not correct. They are not correct in any manner. And it is in that pre-basis that you can, when the, when the court tries to apply the latches, you can present logically the argument that it is your applications of the doctrine of latches that is, in fact, defeating the public interest. Now, how can we make sure you know it defeats the public interest? It's really simple. It's what I've always done with you. Put out the evidence, make sure the public knows. Put out the evidence and make sure the public knows. Go through every one of those signature files using Arizona as the basis and any other states we can get this information in and basically bring to light, and I'm just selecting one. I'm using it only as a teaching moment, folks. But if we will take this information and thoroughly prosecute it, prosecute it means bring it all the way to its logical conclusion, find them all and prove it. Find them all and prove it. And publish those results. And then basically take those results, ironically, on the dog and pony show, crisscrossing this nation, showing how bad the signature files are, then we have the ability to show that, one, it is in the public interest, that the public has been educated on it, and then you're able to do what's called a push-pull. You push out the information to the public, so the public pulls the lawmakers through. Why did we get a full forensic audit in Arizona? Because I pushed out the information. This is what forensics can do, and here's what it should look like. And you took a hold of it and go, I get this, and you pull the lawmakers through. It's not that in many ways we don't have evidence, folks. We're just not playing the right game. In fact, 
We're not playing any game because we can't manage to play as a team. One thing the left does well is they play as a team because they can have a punk, a punk rock, mohawked, blue, orange, purple hair, one-armed pedophile, and the party will stay, stand behind them. But on our side, it only takes one idiot to say, he's got seven rays of light coming out of his head, and everything falls apart. And that is the idiocracy of the right. And that is the judgmental nature of the right. And that's why the right doesn't stand together. And that's why the right gets its butt handed to it every single time. Because we can't even take lessons from the left. Stick together, fight together. We live together or we die together. It's that simple. And the left knows it and they beat us at it. Folks, if we get our junk together, we can win this. But we've all got to get on the same page. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement, the right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. I know, folks, you're stressing over our mail order maladministration government. We have selected, not elected. I'm encouraging you just try out two things that I'm doing to stay ahead of the, the stress, which feels like it's killing us besides killing our nation. Do yourself a favor. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You're going to change your pillow and sheets anyway and get new ones. Why don't you support an American company, an American cause? If they'll use your promo code Jovan, you're going to get extra special savings because you use the promo code Jovan. I'm telling you. I used to take two hours or more to get to sleep and only sleep for a few hours. Now I'm asleep. I'm telling you, 15 minutes or less, I'm out like a baby. And that's because of MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. Use your promo code Jovan. I guarantee you'll be happy you did. The other part of it is part of having good sleep and keeping up with the stress is to have good nutrition. Do yourself a favor. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan there. Think about this. All your vitamins and stuff you need. Full spectrum essential vegetables and fruits. It's vegetables and fruits. That's it. It's powdered. Very finely powdered. One scoop. I mean, you can even eat the stuff. You can sprinkle it on cereal. You can use it in baking. It's your vitamin in powder form. Instead of pooping out the pill form, which does no good for your body, take it in the powder form. One scoop, put it in water, shake it up, boom, boom, 10 minutes are done. But I'm telling you, I can feel it immediately when I do it. I can feel my body going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Imagine how well I'm doing with great sleep and great vitamins. It's about the only way I'm keeping up with this horrible stress in my life with the audits and election integrity. Do me a favor, go to fillthegreens.com. Your first order, use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off. And if you do a regular shipment, you'll get another 10% off. Do it now, folks. Take care of yourself.